0: Hello and welcome to another episode of All Things Policy, where we discuss policy issues of relevance. I am Priya Linceyadi Almeida and I am a research analyst at the Takshashila Institution. And the Takshashila Institution is an independent, non-partisan think tank and a school of public policy. And we have multiple education programs lasting one semester and one year that are tailored specifically for people like you. They are all online and you can take them from anywhere. Admissions are now open for our 12-week graduate certificate program in public policy, defense and foreign affairs and technology and policy. And the new cohort, which is starting in September 2022, the applications are open for this cohort and the deadlines for this is on the 27th of August. So if you want to find out more, any further information about this, etc., you can always visit school.takshashila.org.in slash gcpp to find out more. So today, we are going to talk about the U.S.-Nepal relations. And to give you an introduction on what exactly is happening, on June twelfth, General Flynn, who is the commanding general of the United States Army Pacific, concluded his four-day visit to Nepal. And during his visit, General Flynn had meetings with President Vidya Devi Bhandari, Prime Minister Duba and Army Chief General Sharma, among others. However, uh, with the emergence of the controversy surrounding um, Nepal's intentions of signing of the state partnership program with the U.S. Army, the visit also became controversial. So what exactly is the significance of General Flynn's visit? Why did the state partnership program, the short form for which is SPP, become so controversial? And why does China fear the growing U.S.-Nepal relationship? Uh, To find out more and to talk about it, I am joined by Shrey Khanna, who is a staff research analyst with the Takshashila's Indo-Pacific Program, to discuss the recent events surrounding the U.S.-Nepal relationship. Hi, Shrey, and welcome to the podcast.
1: Thanks, Bill. Regarding the, you know, significance of General Flynn's four-day Nepal visit, I'd say it is part, you know, of growing cooperation between US and Nepal, which we're seeing lately. And this visit comes, you know, after just last week, US Under Secretary of State, she concluded her three-day Nepal visit last week. And this was the highest level visit by US officials since 2012. And Would then I... even last year in November, there was a visit by Donald Luke. The U.S. Assistant Secretary of the State uh, a visit by MCC Com- Compact Operations Vice President Fatima Sumar also occurred in uh, September uh, last year, and even this year in April there was. Uh, a congressional delegation led by Senator Kirsten. So this visit of General Flynn that is happening after, you know, so many high-profile visits already uh, that have happened. And, and Nepal's uh, prime minister also, you know, he has to visit U.S. this year. Yay. So that visit is also on the top. The significance part is that the, while the cooperation is growing, but for example, the state partnership program, there was a controversy which came to forth after some sections of Nepal's media. They circulated a document which was, uh, you know, dubbed as a draft agreement between Nepal Army and uh, Utah National Guard. Uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: So, state par- partnership program is essentially a, a program in which the U.S. Army, one of its national guard uh, uh, of one of the U.S. states. Partners yeah. with the country, and then they you know, promote disaster management skills and uh, right. provide grants as well. And this this aspect of the state partnership program, just to speak, it became fairly controversial. in Nepal's communist parties they were you know opposing the such Nepal's partnership with the US on this. There were social media campaigns uh, that you know this is another stage uh, of uh, US domination. Of Nepal. Next, we are going. What we are going to see is uh, U.S. boots on ground, and so there was a big controversy surrounding it. Uh, right.
0: So, like you talked about, what state partnership program is right? So, what is the issue surrounding it? And like, like, can you go deeper into why is it so controversial?
1: Yeah. So the debate on the SPP it took to a center stage, as I said, after this media document was circulated. And then U.S. embassy called it a called it fake document, and and it, it pointed out that U.S. had accepted requests previously in 2015 and 2017. Now at this point, Nepal was saying that it never made you know request to join SPP, and then another document came as as one of the latter dated somewhere around October 2015, it came it came to and then in that Lukas Army chief Rajendra Chetri, he you know uh, he was requesting the NEP army to you know be partnered with uh partner with uh US Army. This was happening after that massive earthquake that happened. And at that time the government was of you know Prime Minister Oli, who is now in opposition and is leading the Charge that US uh, is going to you know uh, dominate dominate uh, Nepal. So that sort of hypocrisy was evident every and uh, interestingly the current government which is led by the Nepal Congress eh, they did not know that even uh, it was really only uh, only stereo that this request was made. So the the incompetence was evident on and the uh, hypocrisy that each side was blaming the other side, and when, but even and they were in power, they wanted this thing to happen. And right. the issue related to this is essentially that Nepal, uh, Nepal's ratification of this state partnership program will eventually lead to these uh, U.S. military presence in Nepal, and right. many of. The, the uh, you know men, many people in Nepal they see SPP as an extension of the U.S.'s Indo-Pacific strategy, which is designed against China. Uh, mm-hmm. So, for example, after after SPP, the decision not to go uh, the decision of going, going with the SPP was taken. Wang Wenbin, uh, who is the spokesperson of China's Foreign Ministry, he commended Nepal the government's uh, decision to not to go ahead on SPP. of the we commend the Nepali Nepal government's decision and he said that this is a military and security initiative closely linked under the Pacific strategy. So he, called, he focused upon the fact that, uh, you know, Nepal has to uh, have a non-aligned uh, balance foreign foreign policy and not to be part of the STP. So China is also very concerned uh, regarding that. And this, these, this activity is... There's also, you know, we can see what happened during the MCC Compact time. Now, MCC is a millennium corporation. There's a grant which was promised by US. And right. there was a 500 million grant. And uh, and there was, you know, a position in Nepal regarding that MCC, whether to take that grant from the you know, US. And this was pending for many years, for five years almost. Mm-hmm. And finally, this, this year in February, it was ratified. And there was again a massive backlash, protests against ratification. There was a uh, there was you know a big social media campaign where you know pictures were out that and it was a disinformation campaign as well. There were pictures showing that you know U.S. Army roaming around, in Qatar, they have come and uh, they are you know are going to take over the country. So and even at that time, China was very much concerned about that. US uh, and Nepal are coming closer, and uh, the US and Nepal signing MCC compact, and it was a big, big concern for China even at that time. Right. So, but but as I said, the change of government, especially under uh, Prime Minister Shir, Hasina, it is very evident that the cooperation with US is growing, and at the same time, cooperation with India is growing, and where, what we see is that the the China turn of it it has slowed down the BRIS so uh, yeah
0: like you know you explained very beautifully like in, in a very detailed way what exactly is you know the SSP and why it's controversial and all I want to go further deeper into this but before we go deeper into this let's take a short break and we will be right back Hello and welcome to this episode of ATP where we were discussing about the US and Nepal relations. Now, Shrey, you talked about what is the significance of General Flynn's visit to Nepal, right, previously. And also, you talked about what the state partnership program is and why it's controversial. And one of the things you touched upon is also the the China's concern about like, you know, the growing US-Nepal relations. So, in, in, in this aspect, I know very briefly you touched about it in your previous points and stuff, but can you go deeper into why is China so concerned about it? Like, what does it exactly fear if, you know, the US-Nepal relations actually really solidify in the future?
1: Yeah, so China actually calls what U.S. is doing in Nepal an act of coercive diplomacy. It sees that yeah, even, you know, the MCC ratification, when Nepal ratified MCC, it said that, you know, it is because of U.S. pressure that the U.S. is, you know, blackmailing Nepal to get it signed. And there was much opposition in China. There were art- articles in Global Times, even who Yangqi, she was, and she's a, uh, she been invested to in, uh nepal from china right. side, and she was criticized she was criticized for you know for her failure to stop this from happening so china calls it coercive diplomacy the concerns there regarding that you know once these sort of cooperation starts happening then slowly us will develop strong military to military relations with nepal and what we have to you know remember is that nepal has a border with china so that border connectivity, that geographical element is, is still there, that if, you know, if eventually these fears of U.S. Army prisons in Nepal, if it comes to four, then, then there can be, you know, a potential problem for China, especially, especially with the problem of the LSE that they have with India. So, that is one, uh, one, uh, one concern, though that right. it is a long shot, you know, China has quite a fair amount of influence in Nepal, yeah. the kind of uh, social media campaigns or disinformation campaigns that have happened against India or against America in the past. So, That's and they have quite a good amount of resources and Nepal. Nepal's major political parties are communists. So, it is a long shot that whether it is going to happen, but it is one of the important part of, of what plays into the affair. Also regarding political parties, I think China is recognizing its limitations in controlling Nepali political parties because right. if you see you now the you know Nepali stock political parties, the communist parties, they have you know they they have far more seats than Nepali Congress. And right. it was and uh, but what we see now is the government by Nepali Congress because because of that massive infighting between the health section to this one faction of Communist Party and only section in Balash mm-hmm. Kumar's Nepal section. So some of these communist uh, parties they have allied with Nepal Nepali Congress and Nepali Congress is Prime Minister. So right. this this limitation that even though you know there is parties are there, they it's not essentially, you know, it is not essentially going to help them to the level, to the extent that they want it to happen. Right. So that it is also, you know, uh, a recognition of their limitations in controlling uh, Nepali political parties, and uh, also it is related to, you know, Pacific strategy because U.S. Uh, released the Indo-Pacific strategy uh, uh, earlier this year, and the U.S. Indo-Pacific strategy, uh, one of the stated objective is to support India's continued rise and regional leadership. Right. Right. And if this uh, U.S. Nepal relationship is going off course, and India-U.S. relationship is also going over, then they see that you know it ultimately it's China's influence which is going to suffer if right. U.S. is promoting India as a regional leader. One more thing that I think China has has in mind is the Tibetan issue, because mm-hmm. there is a, a large number of Tibetan refugees which are living in Nepal, and right. uh, because of Chinese pressure, Nepal state you know uh, used against them. So, and uh, Uzra Zheya, who visited Nepal earlier uh, this year, and she she is also, you know, she's someone who collaborates on uh, democracy and human rights. So, that point is also there that US's support to Tibetan cause, its meeting with the Tibetan diaspora or, right. or Tibetan government in exile, if that happens simultaneously when it's growing its relationship with, with Nepal, uh, yeah. then the Tibetan issue in Nepal, uh, also it may get, you know, some support or China may lose off all the kind of influence through which it can curtail the Tibetan activity. So that right. may be another reason why China fears increasing U.S. presence. in
0: Nepal. Right. That's actually very interesting because like generally when we think of like China's concern about U.S. this thing, you will only think about it in terms of its power in the Asian continent, right? The fact that right. it also has some sort something to lose and the Tibetan side is also uh, something that I didn't really think about. But thank you so much, Shrey, for this really informative talk and like this conversation that that you had with me. This actually, because like a lot of times we generally read news, but we don't really know what exactly is happening. So hearing your perspective on this was very enlightening. Thank you, Kira. Yeah, thank you so much, Shrey. To all our listeners, I hope you had a good time listening to this particular episode. And for more episodes, please stay tuned in, which which will come subsequently in the coming days. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. If you
1: liked our show, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can tune into them on the IVM podcast app, ivmpodcast.com, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow IVM on social media. The handle is at IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And hey, if you'd like to dive into Takshashila's research on technology, strategy, and economic affairs, check us out at our Twitter handle at Takshashilainst or our website takshashila.org.in.